Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shante. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. to this week's episode of Unapologetically She. We are going to kick it off with our drink of the week this week, which is a Kentucky margarita. It involves one part agave syrup, one part lime juice, and two parts bourbon with a rim of salt around the edge and a lime wedge and a little sprig of mint for a little freshness. (laughs) She said rim. (laughs) A rim of salt. Well, can I just say though, I like my rim a little sweet. So I put sugar on mine, but let me tell you, this drink is delicious. It is delicious. I'm not, I'm not normally a bourbon fan. And now that like the taste from my toothpaste has dissipated, the drink is actually really good. Don't folks don't drink it after you just brush your teeth because no. And if you have bourbon salt, it's actually really good with that. It adds a little smoky flavor to it or the lime salt that is available. It tastes really good on that. Oh, and ladies, check this out. It's not a margarita glass, but oh, I am, it's an I am drinking from my, yep, my inaugural rocks glass. Oh, perfect. Cheers, ladies. Let's get ready. Cheers. <laughs> Mine says one cool cat because, you know, I'm a cat lady. Oh. <laughs> you and me both. Perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome back. We're going to kick it off with our shot and chaser. This is a segment of our show where we all bring different topics to the show. None of us know what we are talking about yet. So it's all a surprise. And our chaser is everybody's reaction to that. So today we're going to begin with Sarah. All right. So uh, first of all, I'm going to let you all know that there is a content warning uh, for my shot. So if you are triggered by uh, child abuse, sex abuse, or anything of the like, um, please skip through my portion of the segment. My shot this week is um, kids in Texas, because of course, fucking Texas. Um, Kids who were put in foster care that, and they were They were sexually abused by the adults trying to protect them. Uh, They basically, um, if I get emotional, I'm sorry. Um, Employees, uh, basically employees of a Texas contract facility meant to care for children who were victims of sex trafficking turned around and were trafficking those same children. Um, and it's um these are adults that were meant to protect them mm-hmm. and i can't help but feel like um there had to be people within the government and within the state and um just in the public sector that knew exactly what was going on because 
this facility was Texas contracted. And I, uh, my heart breaks for these kids for being abused like that. And I have pretty much just had it with Texas with all the bullshit that they're trying to pull about supposedly protecting kids with their anti-trans bills and everything else. But, you know, they're sitting there propping up a facility that is taking these victims of sex trafficking and making and just keeping doing it and making their trauma worse. I, I fucking hate Texas right now. Oof. Yeah, that's. And I, it's heavy. I know it's heavier than what we normally do. But when I saw the story break, I thought there's no way that we can't talk about this. No. Don't we all hate Governor on Hot Wheels? Don't we all detest him? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I, but I, I have mentioned so many times the man's uh, presence and just to me, he's like you see these pictures. The man's got black eyes. He's got black demon eyes. And this is the shit that his state is pulling. It's fucking evil. I mean, I can't even imagine what went through those children's heads, right? When they got rescued by them and they probably thought for a moment, like, oh my God, it's finally time. I, I'm not going to have to do that anymore. And the moment when they realize these people are doing the exact same thing to me that they said they were saving yeah. me from, I am... I don't, I don't even know. I can't even imagine. I work with children and I don't know how anybody could abuse or hurt children. It just, it's disgusting. I mean, yeah. having, I'm going to get personal. Having, being a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and childhood sexual trauma, I am so furious on behalf of these kids because these people that are, they're supposed to be trusted. They are supposed to be protecting these kids. And these kids are looking to them for guidance and for protection. And they were completely, totally betrayed. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let you all finish it out because I can't. It, it scares me what other states are doing this. Because you think about the kids that came across the border and were separated from their families and sent across the nation. What happened to some of those kids? Like, it... It, it's a scary thought to go into where these kids have gone through and go through. All right, thank you for that, Sarah. Shante, let's hear your shot for today. Well, first of all, Sarah, I wanna thank you for sharing that story. I never knew that about you. So I'm very proud that you made it through and God has a way of making it through and you are strong and survivor. And that's why you're one of my favorite white people. On Twitter. I love you. I love you, girl. You know it. Aim. So, my shot and chaser, y'all know I've been going off. Stephanie motherfucking Grisham <gasps> made her appearance on the motherfucking view. I thought she was supposed to be there for two days. Her ass was there Thursday and Friday. She got read to film. Y'all can see the um little clip because I I was like zooming in on my phone, trying to position everything, editing everything, trying to be like Mike, you know, and Sarah. And so, Pretty much, she's trying to rehabilitate herself, trying to make herself seem like she's this good, modest, conservative, Reaganite, Bush Republican, and she's not. Yep. She said she admitted because she was asked, so if 
you want to su support a president, would you support the Democrat? She said, depends on the Democrat. I would just write in a candidate for 2024. So I said, white women like her is the reason why black women like me don't trust her. And of course, all the white women Calvary came in my mansion talking about, she's the only person in her hand and blah, 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 blah. And the vice president was unprepared. She was right to say, no, the fuck she wasn't. Cause she didn't hold not one motherfucking press conference when she was the press secretary for Donald Trump and the press secretary for um, whore ass Melania Trump. Yes, I call her ass a whore because she is a whore. So any of y'all thoughts because I'm so sick of these, these and I'm gonna say, I'm so sick of these bitches in my motherfucking mentions since Tuesday. You know, and I, yeah, I think, I think I actually, I, I think I retweeted you on that one where it's like, okay, yeah, she's saying all the right things now. You've got one white woman talking about how she was wrong about one thing, but that doesn't stop her from being fucking complicit. It doesn't erase our own complicity. You know, it doesn't absolve us from the shit that we've pulled. Yeah, not to mention the fact that how did she not already know what he was about before she even started working for him? Hello, everybody. First of all, if you're from New York, you've been knowing about him for fucking decades, okay? Yeah. But even if you didn't know anything about him, okay? That moment that he came down those escalators and said, you know, Mexicans are rapists and drug dealers and they're not sending their best here. You already fucking knew what he was about. You already knew if you if you could just do some research and read, you could see that he's been blocking black people from living in, on his properties for fucking decades. We already knew what the fuck he was about. Even prior to him, dear old daddy Trump. Yeah. He was in a fucking KKK rally. They've got the fucking arrest records. Donald Trump has settled with so many people a hundred times. He's a horrible ass witness. That's why he's trying to prolong that shit with the chick from Brooklyn, AKA the AG. So, you know, he's scared. He's shook. He, he should be. Yeah. He, he should be because you don't fucking mess with Tish. Mm -hmm. Right. How we say in New York, he OD um, shook. But back to Stephanie's so classic surgery looking ass. Oh. I'm so tired of the never ending apology to her. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know. I, I didn't stay there to, to make sure nothing worse happened, bitch. Shut Bullshit. Up. If that was the case, then you would have opened your mouth years ago instead of waiting for the fucking media appearances. Yeah. She, said, she said she believed in him, right? She said she believed in him and the half of the country, half of the country didn't motherfucking believed in him. White women like you believed in him. That right there. Part. <laughs> but Elian, what is your shot and chase this week? Well, I am definitely taking a left turn here. <laughs> um, but you know, I thought we had put this, you know, disgusting topic behind us. But ladies, it's reared its head again. <sighs> Celebrities with poor hygiene. I mean, why? Every day. Fuck. So, I mean, it's not, it's not bad enough, right? That in 2019, we had the epic, do you wash your legs debate on Twitter, which what the fuck, okay? Um, but then after that, a whole slew of celebrities just decided to be proud to be disgusting, like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who only bathe their kids when they look dirty, or <laughs> Zach Shepard and um, what's her face, uh, Kristen Bell, only when they start to smell. 
Do they wash their kids and they don't take regular baths? We can add Jake Gyllenhaal, Coco Austin, Brad Pitt, Charlize Theron, Zac Efron, Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf. Wait, 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 wait. Charlize, Charlize Theron. Yes. She says she doesn't feel the need to regularly bathe. Regularly shower. I'm sorry. She said shower. I was like, et tu, Brutus? Et tu? Okay. And I thought we were past this shit. Then these motherfuckers, Robert Pattinson, Joe Keery, Matthew McConaughey, they don't wash their hair. Okay, I'm Matthew like, McConaughey does not surprise me. And he, he yeah, well, this is true. The man, the man, the man plays bongos naked out on his porch, okay? I'm and, but then I thought we had left this behind, okay? I really did. And then fucking Cameron Diaz comes out the other day talking about she only washes her face once a month at best. Mm. This one. What? I am the fuck. I am not surprised. These celebrities are supposed to be the people that make money. Remember, these are the people that are supposed to make a lot of money doing films mm-hmm. and they get all these parts and you come into the set smelling like ass. I'm sorry, you cannot pay me enough to kiss one of those people on yeah. screen. Ain't no way. Hey, the poor bell doesn't surprise me either. You know, they all have a little greasy look about them. I'm not going to lie, like the greasy hair. And I'm like, you know, I kind of suspected, but like the fact that you would just be so loud and proud about that. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Washing your face every day is not a beauty standard. It's a standard. Like I get if you don't want to wear makeup anymore, you're tired of all that and all the stupid stuff that goes along with being a But basic hygiene is not a beauty standard. No. I mean, like, I, I'm sorry, but like, okay, like, Elion, you said earlier that you were going to like record some of the video and I'm like, oh, great. Now I have to do my makeup. I don't always wear makeup, but you can be sure I wash my motherfucking face every day, at least twice. And you brush your teeth. Yes. And I brush my teeth. You know what I just think about? I think about their pillows, right? Mm-hmm. And just like a layer of dirt and grime that red bugs on top of their pillowcase that, that they fucking sleep on it is disgusting <sighs> i just think about how they sex no puedo. Like. no puedo yeah uh-uh that's how you get bed bugs that is how you get dust mites that is how you get all the icky nasties ew the what all the, the icky, icky nasties, nasties. <laughs> These motherfuckers about to like bring back scabies and shit. Disgusting. Oh Fucking disgusting. They probably, they probably full remake, life. Okay? And when they, and when they have, remake. And when they have sex, they probably, their sex smells. It stinks. Oh. When they bust oh. their nuts. This is me gagging right now. Ugh. Yeah, listener. Oh my, god. Oh my god. god! And I mean, I'm sorry, but it's a health issue too. Because I'm sorry, but if you get a cut, even a small cut, you get that bacteria in there. If you're not cleaning your skin, and you know what, it can turn gangrenous, and you lose your goddamn hand. Yeah. And people wonder how the plague started. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that, that's nasty. That's nasty. I just I'm, I I can't I can't. I need to go smell the mint to my drink to get that smell thought out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Even the bourbon smells better than that. Come on. <laughs> what, what, right. what about you, Katie? <laughs> Mine this week is a whole other direction too. I decided I really wanted to highlight my uh, all-time favorite charity right now. The man one deserves 
all the prizes in the world that can give Nobel, all that. A World Central Kitchen and Chef Jose Andres. Oh, I love him. I mean, I was actually listening to NPR yesterday, very rarely, but they had him on doing a brief interview. And, you know, one of the questions, and I've often wondered, is like, how do they even prepare for this? Like, they're there. They were here in Kentucky the very next morning after our tornado hit us. Mm-hmm. And they were in Ukraine within two days, I believe, of it starting in on the borders. And they said, one of the things he said was, we just show up. Our plan is just to feed, whether it's a soup, a sandwich, hot coffee, water, anything. And then we reassess of what needs to be done. So, you know, their always first priority is just getting people fed. And it just... They are in five different countries right now around Ukraine, feeding refugees, providing meals 24-7 to people. They're coming across. Um, right now, they were talking about this morning, I saw just giving hot chocolate, simple things like that. And one thing that I think a lot of people don't even realize is they also support local restaurants in these areas that are hurt. They provide them the resources, the food, so they can keep cooking their own menu and support their staff and pay their staff this way. And also getting that acknowledgement that they did the same thing here in Kentucky, which you know, people from Tennessee were bringing up their food trucks and they were paying, getting paid to be there just to provide this food, which it's just remarkable. It's one of my favorite organizations to give to anymore. And just makes me happy every time I see him because he's such a sweet, sweet man. <laughs> he's so amazing. You know, um, he was one of the people that uh, Bezos gave a bunch of money to, right? And yeah. so he used that money for his worldwide fund, right? And like you said, he it seems like they're everywhere and it's because they are literally everywhere. They have volunteers all across the world. Um, I was actually a guest on, uh, this is not an endorsement, which is on our network, <laughs> the, the Joyful Warrior Network. And we chose a person that ruled 2021 and he was one of my choices actually him and vice president harris but i i you know i love him i think i mean it's such an important thing right to just feed people such a basic necessity he's everything he's everything because it's like you know you've got all of these people around the world you know obviously we're all concerned about the people in ukraine you know and i mean they're badass people you know, without a doubt, but it's like, you know, obviously they're in need and a lot of people don't stop to think, you know, how are they going to get their next meal? And I just, I love Chef Jose Andreas because he's there, he gets that. And it's like the first thing, you know, and the first thing you need in order to do anything is to eat. Mm -hmm. You need to be you need to eat to be at your full energy to do what you need to do. It's just that basic human function. And he's just, I love out here doing the Lord's work. Like what other chef is out here doing the Lord's work. I don't see no other chef out here. Maybe Melba is doing something uptown in Harlem, but like he's actually doing that work. And he also had a Instagram, I think, um, uh, what is it? Live with vice president. Well, then, Senator Kamala Harris before she became the vice president. And I watched it and it was like giving exchanging um like different recipes to cook. Yeah. And he was also saying how people, like Sarah said, need to eat to survive because there's a lot of people, not just in Ukraine, but around just this world that have less resources mm-hmm. and that can't that don't know when they're gonna get their next meal. So yeah. kudos to him. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. My goal is to go to one of his restaurants in Washington, DC and 
keep a new that within the next spring time or something, but it would be wonderful to go. All right, yeah. thank you everybody. Yeah. On that note, Katie, since you brought that up um, with the charity with World Kitchen and everything, I just wanted to take this opportunity uh, to drop information about Red Nose Day UK 2022. Uh, that's coming up this Thursday and our producer, Greg Howard Jr., uh, it is one of his passion projects. It's something that's very close to him. And it's something that we've also been putting up on all of our pages. Um, but what the Red Nose Day is, it's it's a charity that helps people live free from poverty, violence, discrimination. Um, and so we would like to point that out for this episode. And uh, right now, Red Nose Day 2022 for UK is supporting the people of Ukraine. Um, so if you would like to donate, uh, the website is www.justgiving.com slash fundraising, and you can find it at the Joyful Warrior Network or Podcast Network. Um, we do have a special page on that. We are going to have it in the episode notes, and we will have it up on social media if you would like to contribute. Thank you, Sarah. All right. What's next? Okay, I need a I need a, a a little bit of a pause. Well, next is read receipts. Oh, I love I the receipts. Get, I need to get hyped up for this. <laughs> She's literally Ooh. doing stretches, everybody. She was doing stretches. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, in today's read receipts, I you know. We all saw something on Twitter the other day that really just got under our skin. So I wanted to make sure I called it out. So our dear, lovely, sweet Megan McCain. Oh, God bless her. She tweeted. You just tell her to fuck off in Southern. I, I did. How did I do that? I'm not even from the South. Look at me. Honorary <laughs> Southern. <laughs> Look at me. I, you know, it's drinking this Kentucky bourbon. I don't know. That shit just like <laughs> southerned out, Southern charmed, you know. But sweet darling Megan. <laughs> so let's talk about your little tweet from March 4th. You said, please, for the love of God, send a serious person instead. In regards to our vice president going to Eastern Europe. <sighs> um, okay, so I'm gonna put some pictures up on our social media so the listeners can see what I'm referring to, but someone who shows up to work on a daily basis looking like this, okay? Like this <laughs> is going are, to- are you, are, you talking, are you talking about like her cultural appropriation cornrows and shit? Yes, and you know, the, the just insanely wildly inappropriate hairstyles that she wears to work every single fucking day. So somebody who shows up to work like that is going to question the seriousness of the first black woman and first India woman elected district attorney of San Francisco and the first woman and first black person to be elected attorney general of California and the first black person, uh, woman, South Asian woman, Black woman to be vice president of the United States, somebody like that is questioning her seriousness. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, 
Um, if there was a person whose stylist hates them the most club, then maybe Megan could possibly someday know what it's like to be vice president of something, okay? Actually, she'd probably be the president of that fucking club. You know, that's, I guess that's one thing you got up on her. Okay. Dante's falling over <laughs> laughing, literally. I mean, someone whose father chose Sarah fucking Palin as their running mate is questioning the seriousness of the vice president. Someone who attended Phoenix Country Day School, Xavier College Prep, and graduated from Columbia University but still can't keep a fucking job is questioning the seriousness of our VP. Mm. Our history degree. Mm. Like I said to you on Twitter, Megan, yes, you, on Twitter last week, um, if I were a friendless, talentless hack with no job and a white supremacist husband who looks like a goblin, I'd probably <laughs> be a hating ass bitch too, okay? Meanwhile, the rest of the world received Vice, President's uh, Vice President Harris's trip to Eastern Europe very well. Rave reviews. She is respected all over the world. She's admired and admired and respected. And that's something that you're never going to come close to ever having. Okay. Um, you know, if you're so hurt up for a gig, maybe you can reach out to Andy Cohen and he'll let you co-host Watch What Happens Live. Um, since mindless dribble and disrespect is pretty much all you're adept at, okay? And speaking of Andy Cohen, yes, I know he's one of the few people, Megan, that'll actually claim you publicly. <laughs> I have some words for you as well, okay? Since you both share this same message noir towards Black women, I felt it was very appropriate to address you two together. So, you know, guys, I have to preface this by saying I'm a really big fan of reality TV. You guys know that. I love the Real Housewives franchise. I, I watch them all the time, okay? And I kind of used to be a fan of Andy Cohen, right? Surprisingly, you know, many years ago. But over the years, I just keep noticing things in his franchise that are extremely problematic, okay? And trust me, I've seen them all, like everything from Orange County, the short-lived Washington DC crew, that was a crazy ass uh, show. <laughs> um, New Jersey, New York, Potomac, Salt Lake City and everything in between, I watched them all, okay? And over the years I've noticed, you know, it's, it's very white, okay? <laughs> um, most of these franchises are majority white female casts, okay? And when we finally got a Black housewife, it was when they had to make an entire separate franchise for a majority Black woman cast, which was Real Housewives of Atlanta, okay? Real Housewives of New York didn't even get a Black housewife until 2021. That's sad. Okay? That's, that's Real Housewives of New York, all right? <laughs> um, you know... And they seem to really treat their white castmates very differently from their black castmates. You know, one of my favorite housewife shows is Real Housewives of Potomac. It's amazing. You guys watch, watch that shit. It's juicy and amazing. <laughs> and that one is an all black female cast. And back in 2019, two of the castmates got into an altercation, which went physical. And one of them was fired. Her name is Monique Samuels and she was fired. And, you know, it made me think like, why haven't they fired every single person who has engaged in a physical altercation? 
You know, I can't quite put my finger on why that is, but I decided to make a little list of other housewives that have been in physical altercations and still have a fucking job at Bravo, okay? Um, who remembers the epic Teresa Judice table flip in Housewives of New Jersey? There were literal children around when that happened. There were children at the table that she flipped over, okay? Um, Tamara threw wine in Gina's face, like literally got in her eyes, okay? That's physical assault. Joe Gorga and Joe Judice physically got into a huge fight at a christening, okay? At a christening. Uh, Adriana from Miami punched Joanna in the face. Lisa Rinna broke a glass wine at a table and it's like kind of like splattered on everyone. And just recently, Jen and Melissa in Real Housewives of New Jersey got into a physical altercation in this season. So none of them were fired for their behavior. What's the fucking difference there, hmm? Um, Andy, Megan, you guys both need to fucking go somewhere and work out this hatred of black women that you both share because your slips are fucking showing. And that is- Holy shit. She went there. Damn. <laughs> I, am, I, I am more than amazed and surprised that you read them both. Cause I read Megan's ass all the time. First of all, she needs to wear some fucking Spanx. I mean, you're supposed to be a size 14 and you wear no motherfucking Spanx. And then you want to criticize the vice president, the vice president, but you didn't, you don't even hardly have a career in politics. You work mm -hmm. for your dad's campaign. You was fired by Nicole Wallace and Steve Schmidt. That's why you have smoke for them. But do they give a fuck about you? No, because they got jobs. I don't like Steve Schmidt. He got a job. And Nicole Wallace got a show for two hours. What Megan got? I'll wait. Her daddy. That's it. Her daddy. Her daddy. Mama don't even want to claim her anymore. Like, I never heard her mom mention a word about her. Oh, and yeah. her mom works for the president. Exactly. Her mom is an ambassador. That's right. Her mom endorsed Joe Biden. Her mom works for Joe Biden and his administration. What the fuck does Megan McCain do but sit there and be a little bitch ass asshole? Baby, Ooh, guys, I was worked up for that one. I don't know if you felt me shaking. I was like, I am so fucking mad at these motherfuckers this week. What the hell? You know, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. And like, okay, Katie and I were both part of the LGBT community. Yes. Spam. Gay white men are still fucking problematic. Okay. <laughs> they may be part of a marginalized community, but they are still racist motherfucking assholes. Yeah. There's a good majority of them are that. A gay men's health crisis was one of the many. Miss Denise did highlight that shit because Larry Kramer, he did good work, but his ass was a little motherfucking racist too. Mm -hmm. And there Amen it is. That. All right. Are we ready for miss, the misinformation war room? We sure are. Because I'm about to motherfucking go off. Okay. Ooh, hey, girl. And y'all may have seen something that I put up on my Twitter, or on my TikTok, on my Facebook. Um, <laughs> there, there is a rumor going around. Um, there's a whole bunch of misinformation going around in New York State. And yes, also the rest of the fucking country. And I'm about ready to pull it up on the drive because I've got my whole goddamn document here that I'm going to be reading from. Okay, so there is, prepared, <laughs> there is a movement, quotes, 
loosely movements in New York State and the United States population at large that claims that state employees in whatever state around the country are relying, they're, they're relying around on these conspiracy websites that are telling them that state officials, state legislators, state employees are receiving saline shots instead of the COVID vaccines. No, the truth of it is, and I am a New York state employee and I'm not gonna say who I work for in the state, but I work for the state, okay? We go to fucking CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Walmart, just like the rest of y'all, okay? We're not getting motherfucking saline shots. We are getting the COVID vaccines. We are getting both shots. We are getting boosted, just like the rest of everybody getting vaccinated, okay? We actually have in New York State an assembly member who is also a pharmacist. His name is John McDonald III. He is an assembly, he is an assemblyman in the capital region in New York. And guess what he posts? Pictures of him getting the vaccine, pictures of him giving the vaccine to other people. The vaccine is fucking safe. It is not fucking saline shots, okay? Now, in 2021, there was an anti-vax nurse in Germany who was giving saline shots to people instead of the vaccine. Not because they wanted to, but because this person was an anti-vax nurse in Germany. I think 8,000 people they gave saline shots to instead of the vaccine. Those people went back, they got the actual vaccine. Um, also, 2021, there was a pharmacy in North Carolina, Walgreens in North Carolina. They didn't specify which one or which location, um, but they had accidentally given some people a saline injection instead of the vaccine. And once they found this out, once they realized what they had done, they immediately rescheduled people to come in and to get the vaccine because they were accidentally given the saline shots. There is no massive conspiracy that people are actually getting saline shots instead of the vaccines, right? So then another claim that's going around is that the PCR tests are fake. No, they fucking aren't. The, the, the PCR tests are more reliable than the home tests. You, it is, you virtually get zero false positives from the PCR tests like you do with the home tests, okay? The CDC, the World Health Organization, the FDA, other global medical experts have repeatedly given evidence that the PCR tests are true, they're accurate, they are not prone to false negatives, and they are more reliable. End of story. Another claim, vaccine passports are forcing immunizations on Americans. No. Not the fucking case. You see mostly vaccine passports in New York City. That's where they had the big, the big thing with the pa vaccine passports. It was not forcing people to get vaccinated. No single American is being forced to be vaccinated. Whether it's because of their job, whether it's because of the vaccine passports, you are not being forced. You have a choice, period. Like in New York City, not forcing the vaccinations. Businesses opted into the program where if they were to reopen and you were to patronize their business, you had to be vaccinated. Didn't force you to be vaccinated. You had a choice. You could get vaccinated or you could not go to that business. It is a fucking choice. 
Same thing with your job, with a lot of these healthcare workers, which don't get me started. How can you be an anti-vaxxer and work in the fucking healthcare field? Sorry, no. Okay, but you still have a choice. Get vaccinated or lose your job. You don't want to get vaccinated? Well, you know what? You chose to lose your job, period. It is a choice. Political leaders, another claim, political leaders in democratic states are putting unvaccinated people in camps if they refuse to be vaccinated. 100% bullshit. If this were true, your stupid ass would not be typing your nonsense from your home keyboard or your fucking phone and your stupid ass would not be calling your state elected leaders. Your ass would be in a fucking camp. So your fucking conspiracy theories hold no fucking weight. It's all completely bullshit. And in short, it doesn't matter fucking anyway, because the mask mandates are being lifted pretty much nationwide. Vaccines are still by choice. Nobody's fucking forcing you. And the vaccine passports are pretty much dead and gone. Get the fuck over it. It is done. End rant. Ooh, the tea is spilling. <laughs> so y'all are welcome to give your feedback on that one. I mean, I think you said it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like I'm these like, people, may, and this is what the shit I told people. I said this on the last one. Stop listening to the motherfucking shade room. Stop listening to motherfucking influencers on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok. These motherfuckers don't have a pharmacist degree or medical degree. They stop don't listening have it. to Fox News. Stop listening. Yeah, Dr. Atlas, That's stop fucking listening to him. Don't even listen to the to the Surgeon General in Florida. That's and that's the sad thing. The man's a fucking doctor. But even if you go to like UC Davis or wherever it was, I don't remember if it was UCLA or UC Davis or whatever, one of the hospitals there where he was trying, you know, he was trying to say that he worked with COVID patients. And even they're like, no, nah, no, nah, he didn't. He's lying. No. Nah. Oh my God. Grandpa I'll trying to say he's a doctor. Take <laughs> like doctor advice for that motherfucker. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that that's my misinformation war room. That's that's what I've got out there, and I'm gonna turn it over to who we've got covering bitch ass and badass of the week. So y'all, so bitch ass and badass of the week. So let's break it down. Let's dumb it down for some of y'all people that's still new to the podcast. So bitch ass of the week is basically who has been a jackass in either politics or just in cultural world news. Who just been just an utter shithead and then you got badass of the week contrast to bitch ass of the week is people that have been humanitarians and heroes to all of us and whatnot so let's start off with the bitch ass of the week so we got nominees um we have rep omar from minnesota we have mainstream media of course florida gop and janine from the real housewives of salt lake city so the winner is what 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 were they nominated for? Her bitch has old word. But what did they do? Like what like Omar and mainstream I mean mainstream media is the mainstream media, but like what what are they? Okay, so what happened is Rep Omar voted against the sanctions on Russian oil. Mm-hmm. With um, you know, Miss 
Capital steps, Cory Bush. And the mainstream media just keep fucking mansplaining and lying and shit and giving uh, former GOP Trumpers, you know, cover all day, every day of the week, sucking a dick, mad hard. <laughs> and then you have Florida GOP who keep, who keep passing draconian bills from the don't say gay bill to the, um, there's another bill on immigration. Gay, 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 gay. And then you have Janine from Housewives. I don't watch Housewives. Oh, I, stop, well, I don't support that motherfucker, uh, yeah. the producer. So I mean, listen, Jenny said some real questionable, like anti-black statements that came out from social media, and it came out after the show had like uh, aired and everything like that. So she's actually been fired. That's one of the one few things they got correct. Good. So the winner is, as I said from before. Florida GOP from being the motherfucking just handmade over that and, and, and much more. So mm-hmm. 56% they got that. Now, badass of the week, as you said, we have nominees, um, people that have been doing great things. Vice President Harris from being on the international stage, traveling to Poland and to Romania, and just representing the United States very well. Then we had Leonardo DiCaprio. I believe he donated some money to Ukraine. He did for humanitarian efforts. Um, he didn't. I he didn't donate specifically to the government for war efforts or whatever. But I guess his grandmother's from Ukraine, and so he donated. I think it was like ten million dollars to humanitarian efforts there. Thank you, Sarah. And then we had President Biden just being the boss ass president that he is, putting mm-hmm. them sanctions on. Russia telling Congress they need to do their job and sending money to Ukraine and just holding a press conference and being transparent, unlike the last administration, the guy that shall not be named from Queens, mm. you know, the bum. Yes. <laughs> you know, so he is the one squatter. of the Democrats for being the standard bearers of protecting our democracy, not shitting on it and standing by the Ukraine Ukrainian people and also Gregory, Gregory Meeks from Brooklyn, going in with a bipartisan commission to Ukraine to check on the people to Ukraine. So the winner is, drum roll please, Vice President Kamala Davy Harris for representing the country. Real great. And let me just add this in. I know it's it's not scripted, but to all the people that said Vice President Harris embarrassed the country, had schoolgirl giggles, whoever's listening, that person shall not be named with a mullet. Let me just say this. Vice President Harris has represented this country very well. When any time she goes overseas, she has her serious face on, her boss ass demeanor, her knowledge of what's going on. She's already been briefed. Even before she became the vice president, she served on the Intel Committee. And the judiciary. Yep. Top committees for a black woman, the second black woman to ever grace the United States Senate. How sad that shit is. But anyway, she has been a boss. So I'm glad some people in the media finally got it right on how to report the vice president. So as I said, if you have nothing nice to say about the vice president, don't say shit. That's to any black woman that is on scenes, that's doing big moves. If you don't like what they're saying, just shut the fuck up. That's it. 
I'm, you know, and I'm sorry, you know, it really gets on my nerves the way that they want to sit there and try to attack Kamala's laugh. If I were as stupid as you trying to step up to the vice president, I'd be laughing at you too, okay? <laughs> and everybody knows that's the laugh that you get before you're completely fucking devoured whole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before she fucking eats you alive. Before she fucking eats you alive. That's a warning. Like, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're pushing the line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Katie's you know, I just, you know, off. and I'm, and I'm, I'm so sick of it because like, even, even before this week, when the mainstream media actually got a fucking right this time in reporting on her and her visit to Eastern Europe, you know, it's like when she went to the security meeting in, was it Munich? Was it, mm -hmm. it was somewhere in Germany? Yeah. She rocked it. She rocked it. She brought everybody together. She solidified the alliances there at that security conference. You know, you had all of these other world leaders or all of these leaders in Europe that were singing her praises and expressing the gratitude that they had that the United States was back yeah. after the squatter. And you, you know, know crazy? the first lady of Romania or the president of Romania, they wrote her a letter saying, thank you for your presence. So when I hear people like Sean, uh, what is it? Hannity's dusty ass. When you see fucking um, Benny Johnson, for those who don't know who he is, because he's a clout chasing ass motherfucker. He, I think, worked for the Daily Beast and he got, um, what is it? Fired for plagiarism. Shocking. Megan's husband got fired for plagiarism from the Washington Post, I believe. Shocking. So, yes, I'm, I'm dying for Megan to come for me today because I'm that bitch. Trust me. You <laughs> don't want it. Like Sarah said. Get her. I'd like to see him. I, I would like to see him try because I want to watch the show. Bring me the popcorn. <laughs> but like I said, we're going to end this on a positive note because, you know, please. Please um, follow us <laughs> on our Twitter, Instagram, name all the Facebook. We got more TikTok. social media. I'll link you. TikTok, all the social media platforms, all of them. So thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of Unapologetically She. I hope you have filled your afternoon with greatness. Enjoy. And yes, we, we, we dropped some bombs here and there. We dropped bombs, but it's all love. And it's just all authentic. So thank you all. Have a great rest of your day. Ladies, cheers. Us. Kentucky oh, Margarita. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Mine's actually empty. <laughs> but you will find us on all social media, as Shante mentioned, at T-H-E-E -E, Joyful She. At The Joyful She. Pretty much all social media platforms. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to stay tuned for next week when we will be discussing our next Shot and Chaser, Misinformation War Room, our read receipts, and our Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E -E, Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E 
Joyful She. We'll see you online. so it was like I cannot be unapologetically hung over you know what I'm saying <laughs> um, for our first show um 